Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. All right, Kenya, we're back. We are back, Will. And this is episode... Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Two oh. Two oh. Ah, we have done 20 episodes, which means that's about 20 weeks. Oh my gosh. We've been doing this for 20 weeks. That sounds, yep. that sounds intense, but really, really grateful. That's, that's fantastic. Exactly. Well, <laughs> you know, there's only 52 weeks in a exactly. year, so we're like, uh, Almost half a year We're worth almost of half a of year episodes. away, and I know we had said in our last podcast that this, you know, we we may have this really great surprise, and but we still do have great surprise. But we we the <laughs> <laughs> I will we will be able to say we will have you know for our next episode um, a special guest, some special yes. guests. Yeah, we have so. we have guests on ta- on deck, and that's for and sure now. Yeah, we're not yeah. we're not making it up. So. <laughs> they're scheduled. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so we have that. But actually, today is a very interesting and informative podcast, and it's actually befitting of a 20th episode. So excellent. I made sure that it was going to be, it had all the pomp and circumstance <laughs> of the big 2 0. The big 2 0. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. But uh, before we jump in, we're going to give you our music business tip. And that tip is Venmo, V is in Victor, E-N-M-O, Venmo. And what it is, it's pr- basically an offshoot of PayPal. And if you want to basically send money, either it's for a tip for uh, dining at a restaurant or going out to the cab, if you're trying to split split a tab or whatever, you can use it to basically help pay the bill. So friends can go out and and share money between each other mm. without having to actually whip out cash. Mm. You can just use the app and send money to your friend and then you're good to go. Nice. Um, of course, you know, in the music industry and in the, the underground gorilla world of, <laughs> of entrepreneurialism, <laughs> people will find ways of using it for business. Right. I was going to say, <laughs> if you got to pay a musician sitting across from you, boom, boom, boom. Hey, you know, if uh, you had a gig and uh, yep. you don't have their payment yet, um, but uh, you can just pay them in food. <laughs> right. Right. You can pay the bill, you know, that that type of thing. Right. So, but yeah, so that's a, a nice little tip to use. I, I actually just got hip to it yesterday. So, oh, nice wow. Yeah, I've heard of info. Venmo. I've never used it. So... Um, there's a yep. lot of different kind of payment. They're they're trying to make <laughs> they're trying to make it easier and easier to get your money, you know. So there's exactly. <laughs> there's there's a lot of them out there. But I will I will check out Venmo. Good 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 music business tip or or tip music tip just de- general just tip, tip but yeah, yes, music tip. yeah right okay very nice all right so this episode the twentieth episode is twenty ways to make money. In the music mm. business, twenty ways. Twenty ways. I, yep. Okay. And I split them. Okay. So there's ten ways to make money as an artist, uh-huh. and then ten ways to make money working and consulting. Mm. 
Nice. This is good. After all, we are making money in the music business podcast. So, yes. Hello. <laughs> what better <laughs> way to celebrate our 20th episode than actually talking about the ways? <laughs> Make, yeah, making money in the music business. Uh, wonderful. You know? Wonderful. So for those of you all who have parents out there that said you can't make money in music, why are you majoring in music and the edu- in the college? There you can give them this episode. Give them this episode. <laughs> I'm glad we we're talking about this because I, I I believe that our next Art Voices Matter meetup is actually going to be this very thing. So we'll no. just be expanding on this. So let's. Perfect. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I have, uh, of course, it's, it's 20 things. So. We can't spend too long on any one no, of them because we we're only going to be, be 30, <laughs> 30, 40 minutes for the podcast. So we have to uh, knock them in. So to one, one minute tops. Okay. One minute for, tops. That's it. For, 30 for seconds. each of these. All right. 30. So uh, one way as an artist, of course, everybody knows this and everybody does it, performs at venues. So we know that. Yeah. Um, then there's, uh, so get, getting your, we talked about this on several podcasts on how to get yourself booked in venues, um, how to, you know, get a, try to find somebody that can help book you, whatever, all those things. Um, the next one is creating your own performances. We had a whole podcast on Absolutely. that. And uh, so that's, that's two knocked out before in a minute. <laughs> and then <laughs> the other podcast we talked about was radio, how to get your stuff promoted on radio. Mm-hmm. But the detail also of getting money, getting paid from world from, from radio is royalties. Right. And those are called uh, performance royalties for, for folks who don't know. Right. And uh, you will see that on your ASCAP, BMI or CSAC uh, royalty statement. Right. And so, so and let's add sound exchange. That's probably going to be, I think, for the independent artist. That was the next one. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoops. <laughs> shut up. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Well, I mean, so so we so we can name actually name these three mm-hmm. in the same breath. So radio royalties, you just named sound exchange. And there's also sync licensing royalties from TV and film. Right. Go ahead and finish with your sound exchange. No, I was just Go saying ahead. it's critical. I mean, because sound exchange gives you a check monthly if there is money to be able to be to, to collect. Um, mm-hmm. whereas I know I'm with ASCAP, that's a more quarterly thing. You know, you may get a little check, you know, twice a year or something like that, but ex- sound right. exchange, what's nice about it is every single month, as long as it's over, I want to say, as long as they collect a minimum, it's either a minimum of $50 or collect a minimum of a hundred, um, <clears throat> they will send you a check, direct deposit okay. into your account. Boom, bang, done. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I usually get them actually once a year. Yeah, so. I was about to say, I think uh, once a year I see my little ASCAP situation, but um, sound exchange, if, if I don't get something, that just lets me know that, you know, we didn't get that much that month. But um, every month mm-hmm. there's something. And they give a really nice well, summary month, about everything, too. Every uh, quarter I'm looking for my BMI statement. Right. So the 15th of September, the 15th of uh, whatever, March, I think, a bunch of them. So Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a nice check that comes in and, and you feel good about the fact that you've created something yeah. that's actually giving you passive income. Yeah. So, yeah. so and, and on top of that, sync licensing <laughs> from world from royalties for TV and film. So mm-hmm. that's actually that's sort of where I'm um aiming my business at the moment and and I've been able to increase that figure each quarter each uh quarter. So it actually it's it's Looking nice, you know, not not measly, but it's it makes you feel good. Nice. So um, then there's so we just did uh, one, two, three, four, five, five. 
So producing other artists. So as an artist, you can also produce other artists Mm -hmm. or write for other artists. Yes. And what's so cool is I was going to say what's so cool about that is our our next two guests are producers. So tune into our podcast because they're going to talk about how, you know, they they were able to generate that. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's totally on. And um, what that does is it it expands your your royalty um, income. Right. So if you're producing for other artists, you're on their projects. Uh, now you are able to make money, licensing money and royalties from their projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I told you last time I just did the <clears throat> horn arrangements for Elijah uh, Blake. Yeah. Um, one, of, one of his songs. Nice. So Def Jam artist. Nice. So hopefully... I'll see some royalties in the future from that. So. Right. And that's kind of twofold because you, you get the royal, you get the back end and most producers charge a front end. So, you know. Yeah. You can... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get any front end on this one. This was, uh, <laughs> I was there's another producer working on a project, a good buddy of mine. I gotcha. So, yeah. So, yeah, we just, uh, we worked it out. Gotcha. Um, and so then, of course, the the old staple is physical and digital CD sales. Yes. So you're going to have that. Yes. And um, then uh, YouTube channel and website ad revenue. This is something that's really not talked about a lot with musicians, but it's a huge thing in the blog community. Yeah. And uh, what you can really do is become like your own brand, become this your own um, space online where people just love to watch and read your content. Right. And. And as an artist, it can totally only help you. I mean, people will be interested in you as a person and then they'll they'll love your art. But if you've become an entity online by producing good content, stories, uh, you know, reviews of other things um, and video uh, performances, you know, those split screens they have on Apple Mm -hmm. where you can sort of sing your own accompaniment and all that stuff. Just create a lot of content, a lot of good content, not just filler, mm-hmm. but good content, and then get apply for for an ad um, account for YouTube and Google, and you can make ad revenue on your site. Wow! Yeah, no, he's he just made that. Well, no, I I am aware that you made it sound so simple. I think my you know I'm I'm slow to to activate. I mean, I have my YouTube channel, and I you know I get a little mm-hmm. small something the YouTube videos, but as far as my website, I think that I, I, you know, I hear you and I, I definitely, you know, I've now started kind of doing weekly blogs and stuff and I need to, I need to re, I need to reconfigure some stuff. <laughs> so well, yeah, actually can... just so, so this is like, this is a little consultation session for, for you, Kenya. <laughs> I can I show, let me show you a couple of things. Uh, this, uh, the video thing that you do every week, your your weekly right. talks and everything. Right, my noteworthy Wednesday. Um, yeah. Right, that's that's on, only on Facebook. Yeah. But if you actually take that video and put it on your YouTube channel, and have you know put that at the same time weekly on on Wednesdays. Yeah. That you now have content on your, your YouTube channel that people will go back and watch. Yeah. We have to talk about linking that into my Facebook, you know, I guess you just provide the, um, the link and on Facebook and people just open it and there you are correct for YouTube live. Um, you should have the video saved wherever you recorded it on your phone. Maybe. 
Yeah, it doesn't let you do that, Facebook. Yeah, it doesn't let you do that. But yes, no, I but I I hear where you're going. I actually was just talking to another artist about there's um there is this other platform, but you gotta pay for it. Um, that allows you to I think kind of cross all the different, you know, from Facebook to Twitter to that and probably YouTube and you know, all that. So I I just need to do my homework. That's that's my yeah, stuff. I, I can, yeah. Uh, off air, I can t- give you a couple ideas. Okay, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and then we can uh, and and, I, and we can bring those ideas back and share it with you all. But um, it's you know, there's basic ways of of doing all these feeding. I, I never say kill two birds with one stone because I'm always on the positive end. <laughs> Feed two birds with one Feed piece of bread. Two birds with one piece of bread. <laughs> I love it. All right. <laughs> so that that's how we can do that. So. Uh, but yeah, with your website and your YouTube channel, if you link your Google um, AdSense account, uh, then you can actually get revenue from all the content that you have that you've posted gotcha. and you can post ads and whatever. So it's it's a really great way to start making a little bit of revenue from your your page and yeah. from your site, especially if you have a lot of viewers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was going to say, so, you got to really make sure you're building up your viewers for those things. So, yeah. And then the next thing is uh, endorsements from like-minded companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we touched upon this on some other other podcasts, but really, what you can do is if your if your project or your recording or even your brand is is similar to something that's out there that's selling something, um, let's say health food something, and you have a health food concept with your music, you can find either a health food company, a health food product, something that aligns with your business and they can just basically endorse you to help promote their product. You wear their t-shirts, right. you wear their hats, whatever, um, keychains. you put their, their, their product logo on whatever you have. And if you get enough companies, you can actually make a nice little bit of change. Nice, nice, nice. Endorsements always are nice. I feel like, you know, musicians, um, who get endorsements with their instruments and stuff with different brands and companies that I'm seeing a lot more of that. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not an instrumentalist, so I'm not exactly sure if I know exactly how that works, but I know that we may have instrumentalists out there. Does that, is there any money attached to that or is it just, yeah, that, that's a, that's a, um, that's the old way. (laughs) I'm I'm actually introducing a new way, but no, you're completely on, on point. Um, as a musician, as an as a playing musician, if you have enough, um, you know, leadership uh, views on your website, uh, you know, YouTube channel, you po- post the videos you playing, and there's all this, you know, buzz around you, you can get endorsements from instrument manufacturers and people that provide accessories for for instruments. Uh, good buddy of mine, um, uh, Mark Prince. Shout out to Mark Prince. <laughs> he's uh, he's got his own drumsticks, Vic Vic Firth drumsticks. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people I know that, um, have, you know, sax endorsements, right, uh, right. Gary, Gary Thomas, you know, he's, you know, he got has sax endorsement. Um, a bunch of other people have endorsements. They get their instruments for free. Mm-hmm. Their, their tools for free. Um, they even might get a little bit of money out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a great way to, to continue your craft and to get exposure. But what I'm sort of throwing out there, which is new, mm-hmm. Is getting an endorsement from a company that's not that's not music related. Okay. That's you know something in another industry, but you have you know a, a simpatico with what you're doing in your in your music and they and their brand and what their their brand represents. So 
that's a way to really get some nice and you can actually get like tours paid for. Wow. Um, you know, a bunch of things can can happen out of this. You can, you know, if, if the company's big enough, if they really see the 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 connection between you and their brand, um, the, you can just be a brand ambassador for them and you all can pay, basically grow together. So it's, it's it's there's ways of making this thing work. Very nice. I think that, yeah, I think people need to, because <laughs> I'm one like, oh, you know, but yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning more. I'm I'm actually the listener today, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, you jumping in on, on your, on your key points. <laughs> and this is, uh, so ten, 10 ways, this is, an, so we did our 10 for the artists. Excellent. So now 10 ways to make money working and consulting. Uh, everybody knows of an A&R, artist and repertoire for a label. Um, you sort of got to work your way up to get to that point uh, for certain labels. But if you're really connected in your community, uh, people look up to you for, you know, to connect with musicians and bands and artists um, and you have your ear to the ground, you know what's happening. Um, sometimes record labels will seek you out. Or if you just talk to somebody, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you'd be perfect for, yeah. uh, you know, I need to the be an A&R. Repertoire. I so need to do, be right. an A&R person. As much music as I listen. And I actually, I was just thinking about this last night because my Noteworthy Wednesday, the <laughs> artist that I was kind of promoting. And I, I do it kind of, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I need to be putting my head in there because... I, I know when, when I hear something, I know when it's like quality, like I, I know I know right, it. Right. I'm just, I just, whatever. And that's, together. and that's, no, that's, it's, <laughs> it's perfect to, uh, once you recognize that, now that you, now you can tell other people that should recognize it. And, uh, and, and maybe you could, and you have an, enough cachet and, and experience to basically skip the levels that other people have to go through. <laughs> so, uh, being, being an A&R for a label. Now there's more to just saying, oh, I recognize good talent to be an A&R. Right. Right. There's, there's a lot of handholding with the artists that you bring in. Right. There's, uh, being at their shows. There's, uh, whenever they have a question, about, you know, what anything related to their, their interaction with the label, you got to be that interact. You're basically that artist's voice at the label. Right. It's just, and, and, and A&R is really like almost becoming non-existent now for labels. That's, that's the right. hard thing. And I, I do, but, but, oh my God, it's not like that. I mean, you, A&R, you, like you said, the handholding part, that's why I did Korean Crimson because it's, it's a lot of artist development. And so right, right. <laughs> um, maybe you can't tie it. I guess I'm still trying to figure out, <laughs> you know, I, I can't tie it to, a, well, I need to figure out a way to well, tie here, it to, here, here a, it to independent here, here labels. Here it is for, for you, mm-hmm. for, for your business. <laughs> yes. You just have a consulting firm. <laughs> right. As an A&R. Right. So you can represent several labels. Right. Uh, you know, they, they can come to you because you can develop artists. You already know this and, and you're just making the right fit right. for the label that they need to be on. Right. Right. So that that's one way to approach it from your end. And then you don't have to worry about being underneath a, a company because right. you already have your brand and everything else going on. Right. Right. That's the 10 year. So, that's the five year vision. Five year. <laughs> long term. <laughs> that's the five year vision plan. But only because I'm still so heavy as an artist myself. Right. And I'm, right. I, I have, um, I have surrendered that that is where 
the universe wants me. Because I thought maybe the universe wanted me to kind of shift out of that, but it's been pretty clear that no, no. <laughs> I, mm-hmm, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to that that ten ways you just said that that that's um <laughs> that's where the universe is definitely pushing me. So those are things also to think about as you're listening to these is to be really honest within your own space and with who you are and with where there's flow. What we talked about last week, self worth. I mean, you don't want to just be picking and choosing because oh, they said I can make money. Like it has to be in alignment with right. you know with where right. you are in your life. So. Yeah. And that, that's a, that's a huge thing. I've, I've dealt with that recently. Um, cause I was all over the map with a couple of entrepreneurial ideas that I had mm-hmm. and I was like feeling the, the pressure of doing so much at, at one time Yeah, and really just, just pick one thing yeah, and, and, uh, focus and build it out. Yep. And then if, and as that thing starts taking wings, then you can start moving right. on to other things, but don't do that too early. <laughs> right. And, and, and so as you're listening to the, these, you know, and if you need to rewind, great. Um, you know, obviously that's why we'd have the podcast. So it's easily, you know, you can listen to it over and over, you know, but as you're hearing things, you know, write your list and then start kind of prioritizing and, you know, kind of doing your pros and cons um, so right. that you can really kind of, and cause you know, I have totally, you know, completely surrender to that. I've got to focus, you know, primarily on one, you know, space and really nurture it. And it's not to say that you don't have your little side hustles and, you know, these other things, but it can't be that the same level of focus is, it can't be 25, 25, 25. Like, you know, there's, there has to be something, you know, balance. When people talk about balance, I think people automatically think 50, 50 balance just means it has to equal a hundred. That's all that's, it just has to equal a hundred. So it's probably going to be more like a, you know, maybe it's an 80, 20 or a 90, 10 or a 70, 30, or, you know, like that kind of percentage of your time. But, you know, there you're, you, you don't want to be too much all over the place because then obviously all these things are generating income. And so you've got to now manage all of that. And it's kind of that whole, you know, what do they call it? Um, expert of like nothing, but something of all what is that oh, oh yeah jack jack of trades uh, <laughs> jack of all know. trades but like no expert like trades. you're not a master in anything yeah. you know try try yeah. to try to get your master going somewhere but. yeah yeah and it's uh and it's important to factor in when you're doing your work-life balance you got to factor in life because <laughs> yep. most people just factor in work yeah uh and you got to eat sleep you got to have recreation. Yep. Um, all these things are, and you got to have, uh, ner- spiritual and physical nourishment. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to factor in all these things for your work life balance. And, and normally it just leaves, you know, that 25%, maybe 30% of work. Right. So just right. be, be honest with it. Right. Um, so next on the list for our 10 ways of making money in working or consulting, uh, teaching music lessons. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. I've I've been doing this for a long time and and uh and it's it's a great way to to not just just supplement your income but also to to learn what you thought you knew. <laughs> oh, teaching is the biggest <laughs> learning experience ever. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. Yeah. So, that, so you want to you want to add I know I was you, say, I know you, you know I love in. teaching. I don't teach music per se like I don't teach actual like you know music theory and music um but i i use creating crimson as a time to teach um you know it's coaching but it's also teaching and um Mm -hmm. so there's other ways so so don't just always think of like i'm gonna go teach somebody you know vocal coaching or i'm going to teach them 
um, just that instrument per se. That mm-hmm. is definitely the heart of a lot of that. But, you know, there's other ways to be doing teaching and there's other, um, think of the demographics, like um, particularly with our youth, because they're not getting exposed the same way as we or historically music was exposed, you know, creating mm-hmm. after school programs where you're exposing kids um, to different, you know, things related to even music. It doesn't even have to be that you're teaching them how to sing as much as, you know, this is a music appreciation, you know, where you're just how to listen, how to listen, (laughs) how to listen, you know, and, and because that's, you know, that you can work with, um, parent teacher organizations or PTO, PTA organizations to come in and implement, um, you know, just a six week or eight week, you know, after school program one day a week, um, you know, no, that's not a huge money maker. But if you have a couple of schools under your belt that you do that with or a couple of school districts, you know, so maybe it becomes three times a week. You're at mm-hmm. three different schools, you know, just and, and you know, kids attention span is not very long. Yeah, so you're only talking about 45 minutes to an hour, you know, of your time um, with them. And and it's a way to be engaged in the community and, and with youth. Um, and like I said, if you're working through PTOs. Um, it's typically a little bit easier to get into schools as opposed to getting during classroom time because those that, you know, during the school day is just already really, really taken up. But um, so be create, think outside of the box when it comes to teaching. Teaching doesn't have but to be I, as traditional. I'll, I'll have to say that teachers are scrambling for content, lesson plans, yeah, uh, all type of stuff. And if you can give them an excuse to have an assembly. Right, right. <laughs> they they are all willing for it. It, gets, it takes them out of their routine. Yeah. It gives them a break so they don't have to be in front of the kids all the time. Right. So that's, I mean, as many times as you can do that. The schools will be calling you back every year. They'll be like, yeah, no, if, as long as you make it really, you know, dynamic. I mean, I, I've been kind of trying to think of... Um, some things I'm, I know because I have kids, so you know, and I, right, right. I, I'm always at the school, you know, I'm, I'm doing all these different PTO things. I'm like, I need to set up a, a music appreciation exactly. um, <laughs> thing, you know. So yeah, just just think out, just be creative about teaching. I think sometimes people get stuck mm-hmm. a little bit into what teaching means. Teaching can mean a lot of things. Right, right. So these next ones, uh, uh, they're actually when I have somebody on who's actually doing this. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, music supervisor, um, yeah. which is another thing you sort of got to work your way up to. But uh, one of the people that we're going to interview, he's he's actually done this and he's um, he can give you all types of tips and, and ideas on how to get started in that. Yeah. And uh, what but what a music supervisor is, is basically the person who um, finds the music for TV shows or film and, and helps to uh, to get stuff placed, does all the research you know, works, works through all the, the financials of getting the deal set up and, and the catalog and everything. So uh, it's a great job if you love finding new music for stuff. And, and yeah. if you want to be the, the connection, the liaison to getting people's careers on, on That's screen. That's another job I need as much as I listen to music, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I listen to music a lot. I need to do uh-huh. that job too. But anyway, mm-hmm. The other one is create your own online radio station. Yay, it's yes. actually not as difficult as you think. It's pretty easy to set up. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to have an initial uh, inflow of cash to cover a couple expenses um, and make sure you pay your your uh, your performance rights fees and everything. Mm-hmm. But 
um, it's very, very doable nowadays. Uh, and I've, I've seen a couple um, sites actually helping to walk people through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we have someone that, that actually has done their own terrestrial radio station. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a terrestrial station. Um, but we're going to be interview, hopefully interviewing um, him. Uh, he said uh, he was interested. Oh, so oh okay. Because you and I haven't yeah, talked about I, oh, this. All right. Yeah, yes. we, I hadn't told you. We're talking you I in code talk right now. I'm like, who, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah right. you, you know what I'm talking about. I know now but, uh, who you're talking about. Once you said terrestrial, because our guest next week, um, she also just developed an online um, radio program. Not not oh, whole okay. station, but she has a an online program. Um you know, so I'm giving all these cold words, but I know what you're talking about. And yes, awesome. That yes. Yeah. And, and we'll bring you in just to bring, bring you in. The, I don't want to say because if it doesn't pan out, it's then I don't want to put it on blast. It's all like a secret. That. So we're yeah, giving so, you hints, but yeah. But hopefully <laughs> he'll want to, he'll, he'll join the podcast and, and do the interview. Uh, okay. But yeah, so that's, there, there's uh so that's, yeah, that's, that's great for next week. So if you want to create your own radio program, not a, not a station, but a, just a program. Right. Um, that you can possibly syndicate out to other shows. Exactly. Um, that's that's fine too. That that's even smaller and very very doable. That's you know you can do that tomorrow. Right. Um, <laughs> well, now see, Will tries to make this stuff so simple. Yeah, you can do it tomorrow. Your headache will last for a year. But no, but go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So the, then the other thing is being a writer. Well, can I ask you if real you quick? Really like right, to, back to ahead, the online. How ahead. do you make money though off of that? So like you're creating this online radio. What, what, where's the money coming from? Advertisers, money comes from correct? advertising. I just want people to be clear on that, right? Yeah, the money comes from advertising, but also um, depending on how your station is, you could actually have artists submit stuff for free. Or if you want to charge a fee for a submission, once you get big enough, you can charge a fee for artists to uh, submit music just to, to be played on the station. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a version of payola, but, you know, uh, I don't yeah, think that's Yeah, but it's an investment. Illegal, I so. mean, I think if you've yeah. got a station that's got a pretty nice following, you know, if, you know, your your fee may be, you know, I know there's a station, Women of Substance Radio, and they they do mm-hmm. have a fee for submitting radio or uh, submitting songs for Music, consideration. Yeah. But it's for consideration, so you may not necessarily get picked. But like the fee is like three bucks a song. I mean, you know. So right, right. <laughs> okay, I'll go ahead and pay my three dollars, you know, for ten thousand exactly. people to hear it, you know. And so I'm probably going to make that money back because hopefully I'll get three downloads. Exactly. Um, so anyway, so yeah. All right. Very nice. So then uh, there's also a writer for a music writer for a blog, magazine, or even a newspaper. Yes. Um, if you write well and, and you can create articles and things like that, you can either create your own blog mm-hmm. or which is the next one. But uh, or you can just be a writer for uh, a blog, an existing blog, uh, magazine or new newspaper. Um, now, the next one, of course, is create your own blog, your own music blog and newsletter and uh, and get ad revenue from this. Right. So just like the artist uh, having a YouTube channel, uh, you can just create your own blog. And uh, Will, you and have inspired connect. me so. Everything you've said. See, here I go. I'm like, oh, Lord, I got 20 things I got to do. Go <laughs> ahead. Yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, if, if you're if you're really <laughs> focused on a genre or a set of genres and you, you know some artists or, you know, uh, the history of a lot of things. I know some DJs who are just walking encyclopedias. Uh, all yep. they need to do I know many is write. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Just 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 write uh, a one pager every week 
and and post it on the blog and yeah. and then connect your ad revenue account to it and bam. The other thing is if you just really can't get the writing down, um, you can also maybe partner with somebody who can write a little bit better. Um, you know, consider that mm-hmm. too, you know. Find um, an editor, yeah. Yeah, find an editor or find somebody who can kind of help because, you know, I know I love to write, so, you know, but, and, you know, you might have people who are good songwriters, but not necessarily, you know, critiquing or reviewing or you mm-hmm. know describing or whatever a song um but yeah no you you it's so funny my little brain i i you know i hate being creative because because my brain starts just going <laughs> i'm like oh i need to do oh, oh, oh. no nah, you you love it you love it you, you, you'll channel it you'll channel Jesus. it right let me go ahead finish it, even <laughs> though this is not a uh, <laughs> specific music tip mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you another tip um if you if you don't like writing, like typing and using your thumbs and all that stuff, uh, use the voice feature on your phone. Yeah, uh, I know Android has it and I know Apple has it. Yeah. All you do is you you click the little microphone and it'll actually transcribe what you're talking right. into text. Right. Man, that saves me so much time. Yeah, when I'm no, I actually have just started that. Yeah, because I because I'm doing a weekly kind of blog thing, and I'm like, okay, I I can't, I I gotta. It's easier for me to talk it out and then edit it, you know, afterwards. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's and and if you don't even want to go back and edit it, just send your jobble gobbledygook to an editor <laughs> and they can they can fix it for you you just pay them whatever a little small nominal fee for yeah. each each thing and yeah and uh do that you know yeah. so there's a lot of ways to maximize your time and to get things done um but these things are doable uh to make money i'm gonna give you a couple other ones while we're while we're wrapping up yep. um studio engineer uh, you don't have to own your own studio you can just be an engineer in the studio if you really know how to work your way around the equipment Mm-hmm. Um, also a, a sound engineer at a, at a venue. Yeah. Uh, I've done all of these, so it's, it's been, it, it's a good way to make extra income. Yeah. Um, it's a good create, way to build relationships some, too. It's a really good way too. to build relationships. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is something that I tell my, uh, music technology students. There's actually these next two, two ones. One is create sound and instrument libraries for sale. So uh, if you're good at your software, uh, you can create sounds that sound totally different, that are really unique. Um, you can create a whole batch of sounds together and sell them as sell them as libraries. Nice, um, nice. It's it's really it's really something. If you love doing, then you can just make your make some money, some little extra money from doing that. Right. Um, right. And on top of that, you can create music libraries for sale. Nice. So just short beats and all that stuff. People are looking for yeah. con- for music behind their little YouTube things and, yeah. you know, all of that. Yeah. And last one, be a promoter of local music event, mu- musical events. Yeah. You want to you want to jump on that one? Yeah. No, I mean, promoters, you know, as long as you are um, you've got to have some relationships, obviously, going there. But if you know that you're at every event <laughs> and you you like to go to different musical things and you you know which different, art, you know, different artists in the area and you know how to kind of get people out or people tend to, you know, kind of follow your lead on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Say that you can go, mm-hmm. you know, you can approach artists and say, I'll help you out with your promotions. And, you know, fee wise, the way you kind of make your money from 
from that is either, yeah, people pay you up front a, a certain amount to, to get it going or your pay is based on commission, um, on, mm-hmm. you know, depending if it's a ticket sale type of situation. Um, but you know, again, it's, it's, it's about looking into your skills, your gifts, your interests. Um, please don't listen to any of these and just decide, oh, that sounds nifty. You know, you got to really kind of, you know, because again, you want that primary thing, your focus, and then, you know, maybe there's something else that's just kind of a little bit of a side hustle. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's important as a musician, do understand that I don't know a musician who gets their revenue from one, (laughs) you know, from one source. It just doesn't happen. You make your money from multiple sources multiple yes and so just keep that in mind you know as you're as you're going through this and you're trying to figure out how am i going to make money i'm so glad will did this he's given you 20 ways 20 ways to begin thinking i mean that is that this was awesome um and like i said (laughs) because he's giving me now 40 because i got 20 i got 20 more now that he said those 20 (laughs) but anyway um and as i said you know creating crimson we here just here in chicago um we do these free meetups um our next one will be announcing the date hopefully next week but we did pretty much i'm pretty sure i'm about nine to nine percent sure we're going to be talking about making money in the music business because that based on our feedback on our last meetup that was the one of the main topics that the people really wanted to hear more about so we'll be expanding on this yep so that's that's it i mean it's uh there's a lot of ways and these are just 20 these are just 20 Um, there are more even but yeah there there are more and then there there are are variations of these 20 right um, right you know infinite variations of these these 20 that you can do right uh just to tailor it to you and that's sort of what i do when i when i I do my music business consulting i i sort of tailor uh the business to what the, uh, the person that I'm talking to, what their, their interests are, what their, their skill set is. Right. And uh, it's just, you know, designing it for you. Right. One of the, fi- find your way in one it. One of the things you didn't mention, I just want to add real quick and then we'll wrap it up um, on the artist side. I don't know. Did we talk about being a songwriter, just purely a writer? Yeah, we, we mentioned it, but um, it's, you can be a, a songwriter uh, by yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. for, for your, for your stuff. Um, but you'll be getting those, the royalties and everything from that. But if you're doing it for other artists, um, you're getting royalties from them. Yeah. So think about other artists. I, I, I I was, I I think people need to think broadly about that because again, if you have multiple artists, that means you're getting, it's like the producer part. You're, Mm -hmm. you're, you're getting, you're on multiple songs and there are, I, I would say, I don't know. There's just, I, I don't know what percentage, but it's a large percentage of celebrity, you know, star singers that you hear have written on so many other celebrity people and the way they're able Mm -hmm. to kind of keep their careers going, even if they're not like, you know, a good example is Jasmine Sullivan. Um, She's pretty popular, but Jasmine has written for Mary J. Blige. And, you know, so she's written for some really heavy hitting people. So even when you don't see her necessarily in front performing she's getting a nice check <laughs> right you know right. um still um so yeah so songwriters also you know for re- writing for other people is another yep huge that's a be, beautiful be a beautiful way if you've got that talent yeah, yeah. that's a special gift but if you've got that yeah and it's not just just writing the, the songs right if you like me as a as an arranger as a, as a musician you can do arrangements exactly for, for people too exactly. and that, that's another way exactly 
So that's it that's for the day. It. That's our that's our twenty. Ah, uh, twenty for twenty because it's our twentieth episode. How about that? Yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> I told you it was going to be special. You did make it special, Will. <laughs> By golly, you did. All right. <laughs> well, next week it'll be even more special because we're going to be starting to bring some people in, and you can hear yeah. some stories and hopefully learn even more um, outside of just what Will and I have to talk about. So. Awesome. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful. Well, thank you. And we'll see and hear you all next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at making money in the music biz. Biz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly if you are interested in advertising on our podcast please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com